0: So tonight with Late Night Talks with Tony, we are going to talk about how one job ruined it for the rest of the jobs, or my jobs that I've had. So it all started, what was, what the job started was in high school. Uh had a really cool uh, serving job. Started out as a chipper at this Mexican restaurant. And then I became the busboy with my best friend. Uh, worked there for a little bit like that as a busboy. Then I became a server there. And I was really good at it. Uh, struggled a little in the beginning, but definitely something that I liked and I worked there for quite a bit you know it was if I remember correctly I think I was working there for about two years uh with my best friend and that's where I met a lot of my friends actually uh it was really nice uh, met a ton of people had a lot of, like, high school teachers go in there a lot. Uh, then I quit there and had other jobs in between after that. Came back to that same restaurant and started working out as as a manager uh, because I had talked to the... to the... Uh, to the manager that managed all the restaurants for this for this company, and she had hired me as a manager, so I started my training uh, liked what I was doing. Uh, I was pretty young at the time I was actually I would say I think I was like nineteen when I started being a manager there and you had to be you had to be 21. Uh, just because you were going to be handling alcohol and stuff. And my birthday was only, might've been like maybe a couple weeks in or a couple weeks. It was going to be my birthday. So I was 20, uh, worked there, I think right up until my, I would say almost to my 21st birthday. Uh, it was a really good gig. Uh, the thing that ruined it for me, really, because uh, being a manager there was really nice. I had a couple of my friends working there, and it taught me a lot of just dealing with people, customers that would walk in. Uh, people would get drunk, you know, and you, you would have to call cabs and stuff. Uh, and it wasn't too old. Like wild it wasn't like a bar. it was a like a bar and grill type of thing, and I think for the year that I was there working as a manager uh not only did I work at the store that I started out at, I actually went to two other stores and I managed those two stores as well with uh with their main manager because I was an assistant manager at the time. And then I was hired on to be the catering manager, which uh, I was excited. You know, it was another another job that I could have while being a uh, an assisting manager to these other three stores. Uh, the, I think the thing that really started the whole like slippery slope if you might uh you might say you add in there was the CEO said that I couldn't work three stores and be the catering manager and I understood I'm like you know what it is quite a bit to work three stores and I stopped working at the Original store I started at, so now I was working two stores in my catering job uh with them, and let me tell you catering was not easy. it seems pretty easy I think if that was the only job I would have uh with with that company i think I think it would have been way easier because all you do is you answer the phone, get catering stuff down telling prices and whatnot, um, but I didn't like that, you know, the CEO said, well, you can't work three restaurants, and the catering job, um, because back then, I was a little, like, cocky, you know, wanted to really work, uh, and it was like, I, I thrived at working, uh, And I was always trying to better myself as a manager. The thing is that, you know, when people tell you that you can't do something, it kind of like, kind of like, well, yes, I can. I can do this. And it's kind of sucks. But anyways, I'm getting off track there. Uh, So I started at one store, then three, then two stores and the catering job. And then I stopped going. uh, How do you say this? Stopped going to the second store that I went to and went back to the original. And I was working another store and doing the catering stuff. And then while working these, all these stores, you know, I would always help out uh, at their office uh, doing, like, legal paper stuff, or legal paperwork and stuff, I would hire all new people at these stores, and the thing that really, like, messed everything up was when, uh, what's it called, when money started going missing, so at a restaurant, usually, you know, you gotta do your pay out so your servers will give you the money that uh the customers have paid for their food they keep tips and whatnot and if you don't get that money from that server you're pretty much down or you're pretty much you know you're gonna owe that restaurant however much you didn't uh However uh, much you didn't collect from whatever server didn't uh give you the money or you just forgot to. Most of the time it was it was pretty easy. Uh just to get that server and pull them aside and say like, Hey, uh you need to give me your cash out and blah blah blah. Um, but I was pretty good with that. Sometimes money would go missing like maybe ten bucks or you know, uh 15 bucks 20 bucks nothing too crazy uh and usually it was uh just that I hadn't counted the money right or the company had to pay out um certain things like um the people that would sharpen your knives would charge you uh, a certain amount of money and you would pay that out of the cash out and that's where you'd be like short 15 bucks or 20 bucks so most of the time money wasn't an issue uh because it was you would always count it and stuff um and the thing is that i was pretty good about putting all my information uh on my cash outs so it'd be all the money everybody's receipts uh every server had their own cash out to give out to the server or to the manager and i would put that all in an envelope sorry it's pretty fucking late i'm sleeping uh but as i was saying is you'd put all your money into this envelope and all your receipts and then on the back you would put uh like how much the money was, if you had paid out anybody uh for any service or somebody had to come in and do a repair, you would pay them out, you would write it down, put a receipt on there, and uh, sorry about that again. As I was saying, you know, you would put all your information, your uh alcohol sales, your store sales uh I would throw out an extra percentages. I would sign my name uh on the seal of the envelope that way if they tore it, they would definitely see that somebody had opened it up, and I would always seal them, put it in the safe, lock it up at the end of the night, close down the store, you know, make sure everything was closed, locked, freezers would be shut. So I was pretty good at my job. Uh, I might've not like always gone in on time, but I was uh, one of the first people in. Uh, Usually it'd be all the cooks, the morning cooks, and then I would go in, open up the store, uh, wait for all the morning servers to come in, my openers. Uh, But yeah, it'd be late sometimes, I'm not gonna lie and one day our ceo comes in and at the first store the original store we have a drive-through actually uh where you can like uh pick up all your to-go orders so you don't have to come into the restaurant and he wanted a he wanted all the cash outs for that week and you know we give them to him he goes to the other stores picks up those cash outs and he goes back to his office counts everything makes sure it's every all the cash outs are verified or accounted for not verified sorry uh thing is is that we have cash outs missing and i'm not saying like a server cash out like a school store day cash out and I'm kind of freaking out, because... The days that I had closed, the money had gone missing, which was two days at the original store, and then one. at The second store, which was, uh... In Overland Park, or Lenexa, technically. The Olathe store was the one that had two cash outs missing, uh... So, since one of those two of those cashouts were the days that I closed down, one of the the Lenexa store, one in the Olathe store, and the other the other cashout was from another manager, my uh store manager, and the thing is, there's multiple managers working at the at the Olathe one, Olathe restaurant. Uh, it was a total of, I believe, three, three managers there, and then three managers at the Lenexa store, uh, at the third store, no money was missing, uh, you know, and if, and if it were me, like, if I was gonna steal, like, I wouldn't just steal from one or two, I would steal all the fucking cash outs, you know what I mean, like, to make it to, you know, for it to be worth it. Uh, but I really liked my job, so there was no way in hell that I was stealing. Uh, and I would always, like... When we had bad days, because there was bad days at all the stores. Uh, maybe it was a slow day, maybe it was a game day, nobody wanted to show up to the restaurant. Uh, my bussers and servers and my chippers were... You know the people that I concerned myself more about. Uh, mostly, it was my busters and chippers that I worried more about, because a server, you know, a server makes his own tips and blah blah blah. Uh, but at these at these stores, the servers would tip out the busters and chippers. And sometimes the bartenders, but that's only when bartenders were working uh usually the mornings they didn't have a bartender uh most of the time they didn't need one um but my busters and chippers were you know getting paid four and three dollars an hour or four something and three something, so the servers would tip out let's say a neutral number would be like 40 bucks. That 40 bucks would have to be divided up into two people. But I can't really pay 20 bucks to the chipper and 20 bucks to the busser because my busser, yes, they work the same hours, but my busser, you know, has to clean tables Pick up all the trash from the from the tables. Sometimes they would even pick up the plates, which they were not supposed to. But the servers would bully the shit out of them, or not bully them, but just ask them. Or sometimes they would just leave them there until the busser would grab them. And most of my bussers were pretty cool, and they would take plates and stuff. Uh, but yeah, they they did a lot of they did extra work. Uh you know cleaning and stuff and all the chipper had to do was take chips to a table and they would be good so it'd be more like if those 40 bucks wouldn't be split in half they would be more like 25 for my busser and then uh, 15 for the for the chipper and that would be fair you know um uh, but I'm getting way off topic anyways. So cash outs are missing and since I worked at both stores it only makes it seem like I was the one that stole them. But the CEO's daughter also worked both stores and not only that but she worked at the third store that I had worked at and she also worked at another store so since she was the CEO's daughter she worked quite a few stores and the blame was pretty much put on me And it sucked because now everybody that worked under me, you know, that looked up to me or not looked up to me, but had respect, you know, that respected me. All that respect just kind of like was out the window because now everybody thinks that I stole this money. And it makes me look bad as a manager uh, because I would always try to, like, make sure that everybody was having a good day. I would always help out whenever I could. You know, Uh, it was all play and stuff uh, until you had to work. But, you you know, I was a pretty chill manager. You know, I never wanted to get, like mad at anybody or stuff like that or like very disciplined like none of that it was very chill uh when I was working um sometimes I would give free food out to some of my servers uh as long as they were selling like enough or not enough but if they were selling like a certain amount of alcohol I'd be like you know what you can have some fish tacos or tonight you can have like a free meal and that's just the type of manager that I was uh there were some hiccups obviously with just a couple servers that didn't get along with me and I didn't get along with them but uh I always put things aside just because I'm the manager you know it's like I'm that parent figure that has to like be the grown-up and (laughs) back to that money uh so all respect is lost uh money is gone everybody's kind of freaking out all the managers were kind of like freaking out uh I knew I didn't steal the money uh a couple other managers were like hey I didn't steal that money and blah 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 and a lot of the servers were joking about it, like, "Oh, you stole the money, and blah 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 and yeah, you know you kind of laugh at it, but the thing is, like being called a thief is it like belittles you, you know, and it it really sucks uh, and i wanted I wanted answers, you know at this point, it's like I'm being called a thief and stuff. People are talking behind my back. Uh, cooks that were like always helping me out. You know, I had respect for them. They had respect for me. I mean, we would even drink together. Uh, all of a sudden, that went out the door. So I call my my manager not my uh store manager but our manager that is in charge of everyone and we're just gonna call her the do so director of operations we'll call her that because technically that's what she really was uh so i call the do up and i'm like hey man so we need to figure this out you know check cameras Because all the stores had cameras inside. None of them had cameras inside the offices. Uh, I'm just assuming because there was a lot of paperwork and money and stuff and whatnot. The safe was in there. So definitely didn't want all that information out there. And, you know, I asked for answers. Because I don't want to be called a thief. And my D.O. says, you know what, we're going to look into that, blah, blah, blah. You know, and they tell me, hey, uh, since this is going on, you know, we have this situation. You're not allowed to handle cash anymore. And it's kind of like, what? Like. I know I didn't steal this money, but I'm like, you know what? It's okay. You don't want me to handle money? That's cool. That means I can't be a bus... I mean, I can't be a server. I can't be a manager. Uh. So anything that deals with money, out the door. Uh, Ketting manager, out the door, because I handle money then. I take card numbers, and what the hell not. So they tell me you could always be like, uh, a cook, like, you know, prep in the morning. And I'm like, yeah, no, And I'm just like, I don't, I don't think so. And then they go, well, you can also be a busser. And I'm like, wait, what? You, you want me to be a busser? I was a manager of three stores, assistant manager, obviously, don't want to get ahead of myself i was your catering manager i worked at the office you know with all these other people which it was only like two the do uh really cool lady had much respect for her and this other dude uh not gonna say his name but chill as hell loved him and then there was the ceo's desk you know Barely talked to him. And when I did, you know, much respect for the dude. Uh, But yeah, my options were, you know, being like a cook, a bus, or a chipper. No money is really touched. Uh, But yeah, it was kind of belittling me because, you know, how do you go from being this manager this like parent figure for a whole store you know I would always like you know if people needed new shirts I would always fight for them to get new shirts because uh RDO wanted like our cooks to pay for shirts and I always thought that was wrong you know I think if you're gonna demand um cooks be behind the line in that heat cutting stuff up with sharp objects knives those motherfucking knives were sharp as a motherfucker so if you like cut your hand you're fucked uh but yeah it was not easy like during the winter the kitchen was okay because even though it was hot i mean the back of the house is pretty cold so it's you know not that much. But once it gets to the summer... I mean, I'm telling you that the air conditioning... Did not fucking work. At all. Because, yes, the front of the store would be all nice and cool. But the back of the the back of the house was just terrible. And when I mean terrible, it was hot as a motherfucker. So you had your cooks back there. And then... You really want them to pay for shirts. Like, if you are... A business and you require people to have like clothes and stuff and tools, you should. How do I say this? You should. Shit, what's the word? I want to say you should have those tools for them. You know, it shouldn't be like you have to bring your tools. You know, sometimes you have to, like, buy things, and I get it. Uh, But shirts, to buy shirts, I think that's kind of stupid. One, because they weren't cheap. And two, I don't understand why cooks had to wear shirts uh, with a logo. I just, I never understood that because most of the time they have their hat or their hairnet and blah 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 uh they have their shoes they should be having like a dress code in the back but they were just required to wear uh black khakis or jeans uh and then their their uniform was their shirt their black khakis or jeans and their shoes and their hat uh Jeans I get, or their khakis I get, you gotta buy those yourself. Cool. But the shirts, really, you're gonna charge the cooks for that. Anyways. So, I always, you know, fought for my peoples. Like I'd say. Uh, Love my servers. Love my busters, chippers, uh, bartenders. I fuck with them. They were lifesavers. My cooks as well. Uh, just. Pretty cool people. And you know, so I tell them I I can't work for you if you're gonna make me work as a bus or a chipper, you know. Because there's no way in hell that you're gonna pay me fourteen dollars an hour as a bus or a chipper. I mean just just fucking moronic. Uh and your labor is going to go through the fucking roof if I'm a buster chipper that is getting paid 14 bucks an hour. Which I was getting paid as a manager. Which I now know that 14 bucks as a manager is bullshit. You know, back then, I thought that $14 an hour was popping, you know. That I had fucking stacks. And... <laughs> I didn't. I mean, I would make pretty good money since I was working crazy amount of hours. Uh, I rarely saw my family. Uh, Friends, rarely saw them unless I was working with them. Uh, No days off. Uh, Since I was the catering manager, you would get calls on your day off. And I carried a company phone, which that phone... uh, was given out as a catering phone so i would get calls in the middle of the day on my day off if i had one uh during business hours i would get a call i would have to answer it take a catering order if i was at the restaurant uh and a catering call came in i would take it write it down you know and at the end of the day uh If I was working that night as a manager, I would do all my preparation for the next day, you know. Uh, Get on the computer, put in an order. Uh, If it was a catering order, I'd put it in, send it off to the office, make some copies. Uh, If I had an order come in for the Olathe store and I was working the Lenexa store, you know, I'd print it off. Go to the Lenexa store, post it on the on the manager's store. Uh, that way the kitchen manager would you know know what was going ahead of them. I would call them in the morning or a personal phone call, and I would let them know, hey, this is what's going on. Um, uh, just so they would know. Uh. So yeah, it was. It was pretty, it was pretty harsh. And I, you know, I told them I'm not going to work until we get this fixed. You know, until we know who stole the money. And you do what you got to do. And, you know, just let me know when when this is going to happen. And I kid you not, a whole month goes on. And I don't get a call from anybody. Not a single word. And I have screenshots and I, shit, I still have the messages on my phone, you know, uh, where the deal, the, the deal had texted me back, you know, and I think I missed, I'd missed like two calls from her uh but a whole month had had passed and between like that month uh I had talked to the guy that was working at the office uh, I'm like hey can you look at the cameras I want to know what's going on uh I want to know who took this money and he couldn't help me out so I called the CEO and I'm like hey uh you know are we looking into this uh you know what's going on and they were like he was like yeah i'm working on it we're getting it figured out we're gonna get this figured out nothing zero and i'm like well fuck okay so one month and no cash flow is going into my bank uh i had money saved up at this point like quite a bit uh, it was to the point where I had saved so much money, uh, that I actually bought myself a. I had enough money to buy myself a brand new phone, uh, and a computer because uh it was around the time that I was thinking about college, and I was gonna go in for photography never did it i you know i have had the computer you know had my new phone still have my new my phone that i bought then uh i would already bought like a camera and a couple lenses and i used them uh took some crazy photos but that's gonna be for another day another day and back to my story, you know, not a word had gone by, or no word, no communication, Uh, finally I get, it, you know, a couple texts from my D.O. saying, uh, you know, I understand that you're not a thief, you know, nobody's, like, blaming you, or nobody's, like, accusing you of being a thief, and I told her, like, hey... Uh, People are starting to talk, you know, a couple of the cooks that, you know, I thought respected me, you know, are talking behind my backs, saying that I stole the money, you know, and it's it's kind of ruined my reputation, you know, and the whole time I'm feeling horrible because even though I, I knew that I didn't take the money being called a thief to me. Is one of the worst things that you can do. To me. And I think to anybody really. Because. If you call someone a thief. You know. And everyone believes it. You know. That respect is gone. Uh, You know. The. The trust is gone. Everything just dies there, you know, and to ruin somebody's reputation like that, it's kind of sucks, you know, it's pretty fucking horrible, uh, makes you feel horrible, you know, kind of kills your vibes, and, uh, makes it hard to ever work for a company again that you, where you have to handle cash, because now if they ever call this company, you know, what are they gonna say? Hey, he stole money. Uh, So I definitely didn't wanna go down like that. So after a month, this, the DO tells me like that she was having some family issues and whatnot. And I understand You know, if somebody in your family, like, passes away, I get it. You have, you need time to mourn. And you can't focus on anything but, you know, that family member, your family. Uh, So I understood, you know. But I didn't understand why it had taken a whole month just to respond to all my messages and still not get an answer, you know? Like, all she wanted me to do was call her and see when I could come back to work. But how can I go back to work knowing that my name is now Tinted? And how am I going to go back to work? And, you know, how? as long as my name is, you know dragged through the mud like i can't go back to work you know there's no respect for me i'm gonna be a joke you know and that's that's definitely not something i wanted so i told the i told the deal to call me back whenever they had you know answers of who had taken this money uh and till this day, I still don't know who took that money. You know, I've gone back to one of one of the restaurants that I worked at uh, not too long ago, and I went to the Olathe one as well. And I asked them. You know, I was like, since it's a restaurant, there's a lot of gossip, obviously. Uh, so I asked them. I'm like, hey. They ever find out who took that money and they were like, you know what? Tell us they know. Uh I wanted to know who the manager was for that Oletha store. Uh, and it wasn't the manager that I was working with or the other managers. They were all gone. Um uh, and the manager that was there, uh was one of, was my manager when I first started working there the first time, and I was just kind of surprised, you know, I know that restaurants, or at least these restaurants, had a high turnover, you know, and they, they really couldn't keep their managers, uh, or their servers, uh, or busters or chippers, the kitchen staff was actually one of the stronger, uh, teams just because the the manager that was uh for the the manager that was for the kitchen uh was pretty good about handling his people and uh working with them so nobody ever worried about that and uh till this day I do not know who took the money I have my suspicions, obviously, Uh, but to this day, I never got back to, or I never, they never got back to me on who took the money, and yes, I was offered my job back after that month, but I think after a month, uh, it's just not, it was just something that I couldn't go back to. and to some or just to wrap this story up now uh, i think from there it it was one of my first jobs uh and i had had other jobs before in, in the past after, before that uh but i was a hard worker you know i i was good at what i did at my other jobs and i was yes i might have been late a couple times uh, not gonna lie about that, but I would, I would always show up, uh, I think after that job, it kind of, like, something in me, like, just turned off, you know, uh, I was always, like, hustling, you know, always making more money, you know, always taking more hours, um, as long as the hours were there, I would take them uh, because nobody else wanted to work them. I would work holidays, you know, I would go into the office when uh, nobody else could make it. So I would go in and now after that job, it just, I don't think jobs were ever the same for me. You know, it kind of ruined jobs in general because after that, I just couldn't keep a job. You know. There were you know, as as soon as I was confronted with a issue at a at another job, you know, I just kind of whether it was management, uh or other coworkers, uh you know, issues like that, I was done. You know, it was never it was never like oh we're gonna work this out, nope. Uh, I had trust issues because of what happened with that job. Uh, as soon as there was a problem, I'm out, left. I would leave my job, you know, given my two weeks if they wanted them. If not, I would just stop going in. Uh, and, you know, some of these jobs that I've taken, uh, have been like, grocery stores and like landscaping and I've it's not like I've been there for like a month or two and then I leave it's I work there for three, four, five months uh, even up to like half a year and there's always you know an issue that comes up or a problem that presents itself and when I'm caught in the middle which I try to avoid uh instead of dealing with it I just you know I put in my two weeks and I'm out because I just don't want to deal with uh another headache of just problems and I think that's something that I need to work on but it does suck it just it's terrible when, you know, one job ruins it all, because after, after that one job, it's hard to maintain these other jobs, uh, and, not trust, your managers or, or the CEO. Uh, obviously, these other stores, we would never see our the CEO of the company just. Because they're so big. Uh, but yeah, definitely like your managers or anybody that's above you. Uh, if you can't trust them, you know, why work for them? Uh, or why work under them? Uh, so I've always avoided problems or conflicts. I'm, I've never been the one to uh confronted conflict and like go at it you know head on. Uh but yeah my one of my first actual jobs uh which was the restaurant job ruined it for me. I think it really ruined jobs in general. Uh it ruined trust you know that I had in my superiors uh it ruined some of that leadership that I think I had built you know um it ruined uh the faith that I had uh and my f- friends or people that I would call friends that were coworkers and I think I will, I, I will have to work on it, definitely. And, you know, try to like, I don't want to say try, you know, because try is, it's a it's a word that, you know, that it's kind of like a maybe, like a 50-50. Yeah, I, I might do it, but I know I won't. So the next job I have, you know because right now I'm not working uh just quit the job that I was at uh I've been there for four months almost going on five uh but that's another story for another day uh but I'm going to now face problems head on uh and I will help, I will, I'll be holding myself accountable for that. And that is, that is it for tonight, you know. It's pretty late. It's probably like 1, 2 in the morning. Or, it's actually 12 something, so it's pretty late. Oh. Uh, But yeah, thank you for hearing me out. And uh, we'll come back with another episode or another talk, another night. And I just want to say that if you are ever uh, in the same predicament situation as me, definitely reach out to your superiors. uh, Make sure that they know that if you are being accused of something as great as I was, uh, let them know that you are there to clear your name, you know. And do not give in to the whole crap of, you know, well, since you're being accused of this, uh, you can't have your job right now, and you're going to get a shittier job. Like, just say no to that uh, never belittle yourself like that, uh, never let any else, anybody else belittle yourself or belittle you like that, uh, definitely fight, make sure you clear your name, make sure, you, you know, your reputation is intact, because nowadays, reputation is a lot, it means a lot, you know, your word means something, um, uh, you know, and, uh, I think twenty twenty, uh, you know this generation of people coming up, lies are so easy to to say and to believe, and I think a lot of people have trust issues nowadays. Uh, relationships don't stick, don't stay uh, working, and you know. I think if you can fight for yourself uh do so. you know, don't let your name get dragged through the mud uh, and if anybody says anything about you uh even though it's not true, try your best to ignore it uh Don't stoop down to their level and try to fight them. you know uh make sure that you make it clear uh, that you are not what you are being accused of, and if you are the piece of shit that did something wrong, something horrible, and you're letting somebody else go down for it, you're a piece of shit, but, uh, for those, uh, who are or were in my situation, uh, you know, don't, don't let people belitter you, you know, don't let your name get dragged through the mud, uh, you know, and always make sure you're coming out on top, uh, and if you do get fired from a job, uh, for whatever reason, uh, You know and you have another job let your employers know let your employers know that you know if you go on to their company and they do reach out to the company that accused you of something make sure that you tell them that hey you know i'm here to work um if you aren't if that is your sole purpose is to work and to better yourself you know financially uh emotionally physically uh just that work ethic uh you know make make sure you you defend yourself and speak out for yourself because if you let this hang over you for so long you know it does ruin your relationships with uh with people and jobs uh I know that my job record right now or just my record in life right now has been pretty, pretty rocky. Uh, sometimes I feel like I can't uh, hold a job. Uh, a small problem presents itself, and it gets bigger and bigger, or something else presents itself, and uh, instead of going ahead on, I will leave, uh, and... That should not always be the situation, you know. I think, uh, I think the best thing that I can, or the best advice that I can give out is, uh, hustle, hustle, make your money, you know, better yourself, and definitely show people who you really are. Uh, and that is it for tonight. I appreciate everybody listening in. Uh, This is my first episode. And I just appreciate everybody that listened in. Alrighty, thank you.